Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, welcome, welcome. I have to say it twice because you're going to be having a little deja vu today because it's the Liddy Liddy Show. And we are calling, actually, Andrea. Andrea is calling from Alexandria, Virginia, and Alexandria, Egypt. So pretty cool there. <laughs> um, she's, on, she's on a bus with a lot of fish, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> I do actually have my fish with me. So I am in Alexandria, Egypt. I was just at the Alexandria Library. And prior to that, we were at the fish market for our dinner, where I was too busy talking to the owner and getting to know him at the famous fish market. So they packed up my dinner to go. So I haven't even had it yet. So there, there is fish on this bus, and along with other like 10 other women from the Women Economic Forum. So we're having a blast. <laughs> and uh, is, is one of the ladies with you in Egypt? Neither of the Lydias came oh. with me. They they stayed behind. Well, there's no Lydias. There's only Lydies here. Oh, I'm Liddy. I meant yes. I met Liddy. I, I haven't slept like in seven days. So <laughs> I'm a little okay. slap happy. All right. Well, <laughs> very good. So this is a great event. The each you said uh, when you went to this, there was going to be like 500 to a thousand leaders all around the world, uh, inspiring smiles yes, and there leading. Was seven seven hundred women. Mm-hmm. Cool. And anyone you want to mention? I know yes, Dr. Harvey. women were here. Uh, we had uh, women representing 75 countries. Uh, Dr. Harbin Aurora is our connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, give me one highlight real quick. Uh, the highlight uh, for us is that the Keep Smiling movement, I had shared that I wanted to get in front of the ministers of 156 countries that participate in the Happiness Index. I already spoke with one of the ministers of social solidarity here in Egypt, and she wants to talk to us and work with us for the Keep Smiling movement. She said smiling is one of the greatest things ever. And I already made a video message to the one in Romania, and that is being hand-delivered by a personal friend of hers. So we are going to have uh, two connections already in two countries and multiple other women I talked from other countries are on board with the smiling movement. So uh, the cool. connections here with these women are amazing. So I'm so excited that you met this uh, first Liddy that's going to be in the first segment because that spurred me on to bring Dr. Liddy Arn actually pretty early on. I wanted to bring her on later because she's doing a key smiling book actually just like uh, your Liddy guest is. And so... I was thinking the only thing that could challenge a Liddy Liddy show is a Ken Ken Nectar Ken show. And I don't know if we can find another Ken so I can mimic this, but this is definitely a challenge I feel like Liddy and Liddy are giving me. Uh, well, we've we've had other Kens on before, so I'm sure we can find some other famous Kens in the world. So <laughs> that, right. thank you for the challenge. I'm up to it, Ken. I will I will Ken connect you to another Ken. Well, I'll tell you, this is kind of cool because both of uh, the Liddies we have on the show are both doing keep smiling books so they're both leaders that are leading with their heart and causing big change and inspiration in the world so why don't you give a big introduction to Liddy because I know Dr. Liddy's listening right now and eager to hear about her Liddy sister I I will do that uh, uh, this uh, doctor or excuse me Dr. Liddy's our second guest Liddy our first guest um, she may not be a doctor but man this woman deserves one she's been uh, she's um, originally born and raised in uh, the West African nation of Cameroon and she uh, now lives in um, in California and she went to the dental school in France and completed her dental technician master's program and after that she just thought that there was something missing in the world based on some family experiences that she'll share with us and she ended up creating this opportunity for people to have dental replacements put into their mouth that helps um, snap right into the empty space that comfortably fits in and replaces your missing teeth. It's a technology that she's manufactured and come to build. It's called My Dental Wig. Just like we wear a wig on our head, this is a dental wig. It's like a wig you wear in your mouth, but it's not hairy. And it's been fascinating how she's been able to create this in such a way that she is really saving people's lives. Liddy's book... I, I love this. Um, their smiles. And uh, English is her 
um, by the way, fourth, she has four languages. Just four? Okay, well, we're going to hear about those four languages from Liddy, and Dr. Liddy also speaks like three, three languages, so we got a lot of languages here. And Liddy's book cover says, if... T- memory loss, what about root canal? And she's, yeah, she's doing some amazing stuff, so You're let's welcome her on. Welcome, oh, am I yeah, live kinda- from Alexandria? I'll, sh- I'll shut up. I'll, I'll turn off my um, Skype so you'll have to text me differently. Um, but hopefully you can still hear me better now. I can now. So I'm going to just go ahead and read the cover because okay. you were out a lot for that introduction. So um, the cover of Liddy's book is If Teeth Loss and Chewing Loss Lead to Memory Loss, What About Root Canals? Number one smile expert, first edition, If Teeth Loss and – okay, and so that's just repeating the title. Um, so Liddy Lavolsi, Liddy – Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Cam. Thank you so much for having me here. And also thank you so much, uh, Andrea from uh, Alexandria. I'm very, very excited to be here with you today. Well, bonjour. Comment... Oui, bonjour. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> um, très bien. And, and Dr. Liddy also speaks French, so we might have to throw, have a throwdown there. And, uh, you know, the fact that you're a number one expert and you're doing a key smiling book and that you know all these languages, but you know what actually really hits my heart? Tell me. I'm going to tell you right now that Dr. Sammy Numbisi from Cameroon, he obviously speaks French. He lives in the D.C. area, and he was the very first person to believe in the key smiling book. Three or four years ago, he was the very first Key Smiling book. So if it wasn't for Cameroon, we wouldn't have a Key Smiling book or movement at this level. Because as you know, it's always the first person that is a believer, early adopter, that actually sends a ripple through the world. And he is actually the founder of the International Implantology uh, Dental Conference that is happening in New Orleans this week. So... I just want to tell you how excited I am that you're on the show with Liddy. And I think <clears throat> my prediction is that when the two Liddies talk after the show, I think a magical friendship is going to occur. I think that you guys are super, super leaders and women, so powerful. So I, I couldn't think of a better way to introduce two people that <laughs> may not have ever met each other. And here we are, the Liddy Liddy Show. Isn't that cool? Wow. Do you know what? Another surprise? Tell me. Dr. Numbisi, I'll tell you, he's from my tribe, just based on his name. He's Bamileke, 100% sure. Oh, wow. That is 100%. <laughs> well, then we have to have you come out to D.C. to meet Sammy. and Or if you're going to be in New Orleans this week, you can see him personally. I'll, I'll go ahead and get a photo of the two of you. Wow. He's Bamileke, well, 100% sure. Okay, so, you know, the segment goes so quickly, so I just want to be intentional about making sure that we really get your story. And at the end of the show, there's going to be rapid fire where we ask you and Liddy very, very quick questions. You give very, very quick answers to things we hadn't had a time to ask. So if you can give me a short synopsis of who you are, you know, where you're born, why did you, uh, what happened in your life that caused you to be the number one smile expert and have such a concern about root canals? Uh, well, again, thank you so much. My name is Lady Levolsi. I was born uh, in Cameroon. And basically what happened very early in my life, I mean, I was born in a very happy family. I had my dad, my mom, my grandmother, my aunts, my uncles. Everything was doing great until so I started going to uh, school, uh, kindergarten, and I, I can remember very, very well. I was like around maybe six. My dad brought me into a nightclub. And people were, oh, no, Mr. My dad's first name was Ignace. Oh, Mr. No, Ignace, you can't, you can't bring a, a, a child here in the nightclub. He said, no, it's my daughter. I have the right to bring my daughter wherever I want. So they let him uh, come in. So we went inside, and he was, like, talking to people. I want my daughter not to be shy. I don't want my daughter to be shy. That's why I'm I'm coming here with her so she can dance with other people. And I enjoy dancing. I dance. I dance. And then we left. And a few months later, my dad told me 
you know what, I'm, he's sick, he needs to go to the hospital. And he said he will be back. So that, I was like seven. And on January 1st, in 75, my dad passed away. We started coming back home. Mm. So the, I can remember I saw him, the last time I saw him, I was seven. And then it's the casket that came back home. And at his uh, uh, funerals, so my dad was the, the ideal son-in-law for my grandmother. My dad was the ideal, the beloved. He was loved by my grandmother, my aunt, my uncles. People loved him because he was, I mean, he was not only handsome, but very smart, very responsible. And I can see my aunt, my grandmother, my mom, completely devastated. And my, and this is when I realized that I had some, I have some uh, siblings. I realized that my dad was polygamous, that he had many wives. I didn't know that. And seeing all my family members crying and keep, because I'm the, uh, the youngest child, even with his four wives, I'm the youngest. And people were pointing the finger on me. Look at this often. What is she going to be? What is she going to become? And it was so painful. And this is really my first trial in life. And it's the moment in my head, it shuts down the door of believing in a God. And I was like, how? Because when my dad was sick, my, my mom was at the hospital with my dad. So I, were, I was living only with my siblings. And my sister, Ellen, she was, we would pray every night, every night. And then I said, what's the point? I prayed all these years, four years and a half, and this is my dad is dead. I don't have dad anymore. There's no way I will believe in God. So it's something that it shuts that window forever in my soul. And so I, my mom came back home. Um, it was pathetic to see how, what she had had to go through as a widow. I mean, it, in terms of the tradition, it was horrible for a woman. I was seeing that. Oh my God, I can't live this type of life. Lady? What is this? Yes. Yeah, Liddy. Hello. Um, you know, hearing hearing your story and hearing hearing what you had to go through, it really shows how you've been so strong now to find this way to help other people with their dental, you know, issues and so forth. And because we at the time that we have, we wanted to make sure that people understand what you're doing now to make that difference. So is that okay if we bring you a little bit forward to how you started doing that work with the <clears throat> dental care? And also, I do have a, and I have a question. Was your dad's death anything related to um, the book title that you have? Was it anything to do with dental? I mean, no, not directly. But the person who really brought me into it is my dad, dad's mother. You see, my grandmother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was the point. So basically what happened was that, and also, I can remember, I saw her only one time. Only, and then she passed away. And I can remember my aunt. She she said, "Oh my, his mouth smells so bad." And it mm. really hit in my brain. You know, in a little girl, his mouth smells so bad. Um, her mouth, her mouth. Then I went to school, and later on, it was my grandmother from my mother's side. So. She, I lived with her until I went to dental school. So, and I found that she had only two teeth left in her mouth. Oh, wow. Uh, doll, yeah. And my, one of my sisters uh, was dentist. I mean, was because now she retired. And my grandmother, she liked to eat crunchy roast peanuts. And wow. one day she asked my sister, who, uh, Philomen, who is dentist, 
please, can you make my teeth? You went to Europe to learn how to make teeth. And please, I want you to make my teeth so that I can eat, I can chew these roasted uh, peanuts. Because, and she has to go on the, the, the stone and blend the roast peanuts on the stone to get her peanuts butter because there were no electricity, no uh, uh, blender. And my sister, she said, well, I'm not a uh, dental tech. I'm not a teeth manufacturer. That's why um, we are looking for a way to send a lady in France to learn to make teeth. <gasps> so my grandmother was happy. And long story short, we did everything. She helped me found this uh, school in France. And, and, I, and I went there. I flew to France even to take the test because I couldn't take the test uh, from Cameroon. I did it. Mm-hmm. And I got it into that school. And my goal was to go learn, to go to France, learn how to make tea. So I can come back in Cameroon and make teeth to my grandmother so she can chew and enjoy chewing roasted peanuts. Unfortunately, so, the, year after, the next year, I received a phone call in night. My grandmother passed away. I was, again, devastated. And in the, that was in spring. In the summer, I flew back home and... I went to uh, her uh, on her grave, and I said, well, Grandma, I wasn't able to make your teeth as I promised to you. Uh, now, I will do that. I will make teeth for all people in the world to honor you. This is my pledge. I, well. I, say it, I said it, and I went back, and I fl- uh, flew back to France. And that was the beginning of this journey. Liddy, I I want to just um, make sure we cover some of your book because you were kind enough to send it out to me. And this this book is impressive on a lot of levels. First of all, the fact that it's in full color. uh, That had to be a little bit of extra money to to pay for the book. True? Yeah, true. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, it's a it's a 140 page book in full color, and it has lots and lots of examples for people like myself that need to see diagrams, pictures, um, procedures, uh, before after pictures. So, what I want to make sure, because we are down to maybe four or five minutes, instead of me guessing what uh, things to that would be most important to talk to you about in your book, why don't you uh, pick uh, one or two of the topics in the book that would actually entice people to go on Amazon to buy them. I'm guessing the book is on Amazon, right? Yes, the the book is available on Amazon. Well, it's a a very impressive book, and I have to say, uh, great job on this book. I didn't finish reading it, but I look forward to finishing reading it because there's so much great information about wellness and also, um, excuse me, so... We're going to make sure that you have a chance to actually talk about the parts that you want to talk about in the book. So go ahead and do that. So basically, uh, the title of the book, as it's, it's mentioned, if tooth loss and chewing loss leads to memory loss, what about the root canal? The reality is that a lot of problems, uh, health issues, really start with bad teeth, and especially root canal. For many, many years, you know, uh, root canal, how many billions of root canals have been made all over the world? And we in the dental industry, we know for a fact that uh, root canal treatment is like trying to get bacteria, to get the root clean. And the root here is like a web. And try to clean a web, it's very difficult. So we know that no matter what we, how we do, it's difficult to get a root canal completely clean. And after the treatment of root canal, they will seal in the ceiling. And after the ceiling, uh, have a post inside the root and then the crown. But some bacteria still. And the, the mouth looks clean, but in reality, bacteria still inside and continue doing the bad job, which is, for bacteria, they're great 
asset is to destroy the entire Mao. So, and studies from some universities in Europe and in, in Japan, they already made those, uh, reveal that in fact, chewing loss leads to memory loss. Why? Because with chewing loss, people, it reduces a lot the blood flow in the brain, that goes to the brain. And, and especially when people have tooth loss, they, some of them, they wear dentures. And if you look, many people, they take their dentures away because they can't eat with. So they have the denture in the mouth, but when it's time to chew, to eat, they take it away. Why? Because I, they, they respond, I can't eat with it. So basically dentures are, and, and partials or full dentures are made very, very bad. They are not comfortable, but it's only how they make it. If a denture or a partial denture is properly manufactured, people will eat with. And when it comes to the root canal, I just want to make to let people really think about it. Why is it is a root canal a clean option? And now with the progress of implants in the dental industry, oh no, now we we need to pull out the teeth because the bacteria stays in the body system. And now why? Because we have that option of implants. And mm-hmm. on and on and on. But the truth is that uh, root canals is really the cause of a lot of diseases. Is it associated with Alzheimer's or dementia? Memory loss. Now, when you ca- and if you look at all those studies, they said the cause of uh, Alzheimer really occurs like 10 years or 20 years before. If you go back to 10 or 20 years before, when people, when they had got those root canals in their mouth, you see? Yep. And it, it just makes, for me, it was, when I, and I went back to, my brain just went back like, to the story of my grandmother. And I said, oh, yes, because my grandmother, when she passed away, she has dementia. Hmm. You see? Yes. That's the point. So oh, and it was like in, intuitively, I understood that there was a problem here with root canal. Before I started my dental, I went to dental school. And I worked mm. hard to be able to go through. And I, I spoke with, because I traveled a lot when I was getting my master in different countries, in Europe, Denmark, uh, Luxembourg, Belgium, and interviewing people. What do you think? What about your mouth? Do you have root canal? From where? It's a long, it's a long word that I did, you know, but my own research based on my own experience, my own intuition. And then I found these uh, researchers on, from uh, Karolinska University. I, I believe it's in um, Netherlands and Japan. There are few. Right. In the United States, only one university, I, I believe so, yeah. Really? Well, I want to make sure that we have all the listeners find you, and you're going to be standing on the air for the uh, rapid fire at the end. So how can people connect and follow you? Oh, very easy. You go to mydentalwake.com, which is my main website, or my LinkedIn profile, Lady Levorsi, or um, uh, WhatsApp or direct uh, text message at 560. 562-279-5770. 5770 But mostly on LinkedIn. It's, I'm very accessible on LinkedIn. Send me a, a, a uh, message and that's it. I, I may have to disagree in the future. I mean, it may be because of the Keep Smiling book that you are the easiest to reach that way. But we're going to go ahead and put your contact information oh, yeah. on the show. And I can't wait to actually have 
the show that you just shared expanded into the Keep Smiling chapter so we can inspire others and certainly inform them of this uh, connection that their mouth is actually an access to their memory and uh, their communication and their ability to inspire. So thank you so much for this wonderful information. We're going to be back in a couple minutes, and our show is brought to you, of course, by the Keep Smiling Movement, the Red Carpet Connection, and uh, the Umbrella Syndicate. We'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, welcome back for... Liddy number two, Dr. Liddy is on deck, and of course, the show is brought to you by the Keep Smiling Movement, and we're so excited that we have two Liddies that are going to be joining in the top 100 books of leaders that are inspiring hope. Dr. Liddy Louis is an internationally recognized expert, author, speaker, and advisor on business law. She has been a law and business professional in New York, Miami, San Francisco, and Cambridge, for almost 20 years. She is a former Wall Street advisor and financial regulator and has served on an international committee on accountability of international organizations to review the government practices of the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. Dr. Lydia is CEO, founder of Business Success Patterns and Company. She designs legal structures and financial systems for entrepreneurs with two or more businesses who are frustrated with their business and have not been as successful as they'd like to be. When Dr. Liddy works for you, she protects your assets, increases your profits, which means you can build wealth and create a legacy for your family. I mean, come on, Dr. Liddy. How are you? I am well, Ken. Thank you so much for having me. On the show, I'm really excited to uh, spend a little time with you and your wonderful uh, followers. 
Well, thank you. You know, it's not every day you get to speak to a lady. <laughs> well, it's so funny because Liddy is such an uncommon name. So I'm so happy that you had two Liddies on the show today. Is that? I'm not sure if there's a background noise, but I just want to know I'm hearing a lot of extra stuff. Extra stuff? Okay, let me see if I can shut some stuff down. Okay. Is that a little okay. better? It's a little bit. Okay. So, um, so first of all, your reaction to Liddy, the number one smile expert uh, with root canals, and I guess you're kind of tempted to get a root canal after this conversation. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Not at all tempted. Uh, I thought she was really quite amazing. I mean, it's information that you would not learn about unless an expert like uh, Liddy really spoke to you about it. The connection between dental work and memory and the brain is not something that I have come across. Um, So uh, I thank her very much for bringing that information to us. Well, I think, you know, kind of a rollout campaign for this show would be, you know, get your get your financial and your legal and your root canals from the two ladies. I think that's like the campaign for rolling out for your business being healthier. <laughs> and all at one time, right? You can, you know, start off first with the financial and legal because by the time the root canal gets done, right, you'll probably be sleeping for a little bit of time. <laughs> well, I, I have to I say love it. that when meeting you, you are a force. You are a life force, a laugh force, and you enjoy life, and you really are so freaking talented, and I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for our lovely, are you, are you ready for this? Our uh-huh. Amor. Our Amor. I know. It was wonderful when you walked into the room when I was on the stage. I said, who's that guy with the camera? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> And well, you're such uh, a lovely, lovely person as well. So, so it makes it just wonderful to be with you. Well, thank you. When I saw your banner, and I was like, "Okay, this is not a very nice picture of someone so powerful with some <laughs> accolades." And then I hear you talk, and I and I learn about all these things you're doing in the world. And I said, "I I pray and I put it on the universe. I hope I can take a picture of her. I hope I can show her what I can do to show how beautiful her smile and her energy is." So, thank you for that opportunity to capture you. And I see you're using there in several of your bios and social media. So I'm I'm glad it's showing you in the power that you are. Well, thank you. That your your picture is probably one of the best photographs anyone has ever taken of me, um, and I say that with all sincerity because um, oftentimes we think we're looking fabulous, um, and our message is displayed in how we look sometimes. And my pictures just weren't, you know, really reaching individuals the way that I really wanted it to. Um, so you've opened up a whole new access point for me. So thank you. My pleasure. So I think it's going to be kind of cool that if you guys become friends after the show, which I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't, is that when you do your key smiling books, you always get to pick your hundred. And I'm, I'm hoping that you each pick a, another Liddy to be in each other's book so that there is uh, <laughs> some more, some more Liddy awareness because Liddies are the best. I mean, I have never met a Liddy before, and here I am meeting two, and they're both phenomenal uh, power leaders. So let's talk about you and what caused you to be who you are. So uh, as you heard from the first segment, I'm looking for what happened in possibly in your childhood that caused you to really care a lot about what you're doing now and what inspired it. Well, my story is um, probably a familiar one. It stems from... Um, one of divorce. Um, my parents came from the Dominican Republic many years ago. Um, my dad was a lawyer. My mom was a mathematician slash uh, artist. And my dad lost his business because his partner was embezzling lots and lots of money and he was not paying attention to the finances. And one day the partner was gone and so was all his money. And the shame of that caused him to leave my mom and to leave me and also my sister. And my mom struggled. She really, really, really struggled. Very few people helped her. People were sympathetic, of course, but no one 
brought groceries to the house. Uh, no one, you know, helped her to pay bills. Um, and we were poor. And, and I remember the pain of being poor. And we went from being very well off to being poor, and my brain couldn't understand, and I didn't see my dad. Um, I didn't see my dad for almost 11 years uh, when I graduated from Columbia University, and he was there, and I almost didn't recognize my own father. And that's when he took the time to explain why he had left. And I was so angry um, that he just walked away. Then I realized as I got older and I went to business school at New York University and I realized that finances and understanding our money is something that is shared by millions and millions of Americans and people globally. This concept of, um, of, of gaining money, keeping money, what do you do with the money became fascinating um, to me. So I went on to get my PhD at University of Barcelona because if any school knows about money, it's the wonderful country of Spain, <laughs> mm-hmm. which, you know, back centuries ago, uh, you know, was, had ex- sent explorers around the world to find gold. Um, and I learned a lot about market disruptions and on a global level, on a countrywide level, and also on a personal level, our uncomfortability with money and our ability to protect what we do have, which is the law side, um, became my mission. And to this day, I work a lot with the United Nations. I travel um, to countries around the globe teaching entrepreneurs um, how to design financial structures and legal systems that they can grow their businesses while protecting their money and also teaching their kids the same principles and kind of passing that knowledge and the money forward. Um, And I work with families building out trusts where you put your assets and wills and things of that nature. So it's a protective shield, as I call it. And the thing is, we don't learn this in school. And most of our friends don't know, right? We just don't know what we don't know. And um, we can blame you know, whomever we choose to. But the reality is that we have the power to teach ourselves and we have the power to share that with our children and our loved ones. And we have the power to build a legacy no matter where we're starting from, knowledge-wise or financially. Um, We can do this. Um, We can't do it alone. I'll be honest with you. My mom couldn't do it alone. I have not done it alone. I've done it with a lot of support, a lot of people willing to share, and then implementing it. And, and, and that is what I am about now. I'm about impacting families on a local level, on a country level, on a global level, that poverty is something that you can come out of. Debt is something you can come out of. Uh, leaving, making money and leaving it for your family is something you can do. And I work with businesses to do that because every business is run by a family, whether it's a family of one or a family of many. Um, businesses in America are powerful structures. So my focus is let me impact those businesses. Let me help give the tools that aren't taught. Um, and that really is a shame. They really should be taught in our educational system here in the States, but they're not. But that's okay. I'm here, and I'll teach it. Well, good. So I want to say that we're going to have you back for another show because there's just not enough time to go into all the things I want to talk about. So if we could shift this show into a little bit of a rapid fire, and then I'm going to ask questions to you, and you give me quick answers, and then we're going to go in the real rapid fire of the design questions I think you may have seen already. So um, if you could be brief about anything I ask, and then we're going to expand on these things later. So first of all, when I first met you in Florida, you shared uh, an experience that you had in college. Did you want to share this on the air? And does that have any any relationship (laughs) to what you may have done in the Key Smiling book? Um, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit uh, about it. When I was in college at Columbia University, I was part of a group of students that was protesting apartheid. Um, unfortunately, we chained ourselves to the administration door. The administration sent in the New York City police, 
and I and a few of the students were arrested uh, for protesting, and I was shouting to my friends in the crowd to go to the Episcopal Church, which is the St. John the Divine Cathedral in New York City, and ask for my uncle, because my uncle was a bishop there, or an assistant bishop. He had been a bishop in Cameroon for 10 years. And I said, ask for him and tell him that Liddy has been arrested. So they did, and... <laughs> and um, there was a march. He started a march, and him and five other priests from St. John the Divine Cathedral with a very high cross began to march up Amsterdam Avenue into Harlem, where the police station was. I already was in the jailhouse. Um, my friends were telling me afterwards. And as they marched and sang, you know, people along the street began to join them. So this huge sort of, you know, group of people singing religious songs with the bishops and the priests and the and the cross sort of marched onto the Harlem police station, and they demanded that their children be set free. And the police, uh, <laughs> the police captain thought it was a good idea to release the kids from Colombia. So this is the power of community. You know, when you, when you, when you gather together, no matter what the opposition is, uh, you can bring about change. So that was my experience at Colombia. Well, it was a little more than that because there was, if I can just indulge you a little more with the <laughs> ramification, so to speak. So there was a potential that you wouldn't be at Columbia Universe uh, and neither would the other students. So can you share that or is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, there was apparently a clause when you get into universities that there's certain things you can't do, rules and regulations. And part of that was you could not protest on campus unless it wasn't a designated area. And chaining ourselves to the administration door was not a designated area. So all of us that had protested and done and, and chained ourselves were summarily um, um, brought into a giant meeting room, and one by one we went in, and one by one we were expelled from the university. And it was it was my turn to go in, and I went in, and it was a a long, long table of older Caucasian men, and it was me. I was seventeen when I went to college, and um, I was asked um, if. If I was aware of the regulations, I said, no, I was not, because who reads them, especially a 17-year-old? And they said, well, you're not allowed to protest unless it's in a designated area. You violated that. Therefore, you will be dismissed, expelled from the university. And I was on a full scholarship. I was petrified. And then the second question was, if you knew that you would be expelled for doing what you did, would you do it again? And I thought about it for a little while, and then I told the truth. I said, yes, I would. And that's mm -hmm. when this gentleman looked up and said, well, why would you? And I said, you know, people in South Africa are being persecuted and are being killed because of the color of their skin. And they've done nothing wrong other than be alive. And it's a political system that is killing people who look like me. So, yes, I will protest that because it is the right thing to do regardless of the consequences. And so he kind of started a discussion with the other gentleman along the table. And then he said, will you step out, please? I stepped out. They brought me back in. And he said, I have made the university aware that, yes, you can be expelled for protesting where you're not supposed to. However, there is nothing wrong in reading the language of the regulation that prohibits the university from readmitting you. So you are hereby <laughs> expelled and readmitted. And I said, wow, this is amazing. And I said, well, I'll go tell all my friends. And they said, oh, no, 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 this is only for you. And I said, well, why not? And they said, well, no one else gave the answer that you gave. And I said, that's not fair. They did the same thing that I did. They should have the same results that I have. So I said, then in that case, I don't want to be readmitted. Mm -hmm. And he kind of stared at me and he said, will you step out again? And then, we, and then a few minutes went by and then he said, okay, everybody back in. We came in and he said, you all are hereby 
expelled from the university, and you all are hereby admitted <laughs> to the university. And everyone cheered. I, you know, and that's when I realized the power of understanding law was at that moment. And the gentleman came around and he gave me his card and he said, I want you in my office. You know, first thing on Monday, you'll be working for me. And his name was Arthur Lyman. And Arthur Lyman was one of the greatest legal minds on Wall Street. And he mentored me. He taught me everything I know. And it was always about doing the right thing, regardless of the opposition. So Arthur Lyman, I owe a lot to. He passed away a few years ago. But what an impact that man had. What an impact. Well, Lydia, I'm glad you shared that. I, I We're not doing justice to all the things you do know about finance and legal. So I promise you that when the Key Smelling book is coming out, we will bring you back on for a full hour. And you can talk about all the impacts and all the ways of avoiding these impacts to either your demise or actually to avoid just really dumb mistakes. And I'm excited about that show. So I wanted to bring you on because of the Liddy Liddy Hour. And we're going to go to Rapid Fire. <laughs> and for Rapid Fire... We will start with Liddy one, and then we'll go to Dr. Liddy number two. So I will start with the first question. Uh, what is a book that changed your life? Liddy, are you there? Yes, I'm here, yeah. Okay, a book Long that changed your life. Long way to freedom, Nelson Mandela. Beautiful. Dr. Liddy? Wealth of Nations, Adam Smith. Okay. Andrea? What's a song that inspires you, Liddy? We are the world. We can. Okay. Yeah, it's always it's always Liddy. It's always one the and regular Liddy. Liddy, and then Doctor Liddy. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, All right, Doctor Liddy, a song that inspires you. Uh, a song that uh, a song that inspires me is that we can build this thing together. Who does that? Um, I think I I I want to say that it's Foreigner. Okay. Uh, it might be Starship for all I know, but uh, okay. It great. might be Starship. You're right. It is Starship. Thank you. Yeah. It is Starship. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Listen, and I just remember the song, okay? <laughs> all right. Liddy 1, uh, Dr. Liddy 2. Um, what is a, a movie that inspires you? Oh. Uh, the name in French is... I don't remember the name of the title in French. Okay, we'll go to Dr. Liddy, you come, and we're going to come back to you. Dr. Liddy? Titanic. What is it called? Titanic. Titanic. Okay, yeah, I, I was like, the panic, and I was like, what panic? <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Right. There's That's a movie you. called that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've heard of the Titanic, and I'm not bragging. I'm just letting you know I've heard of it. All right, and Liddy number one, do you have a movie to share? If you don't, I'll give you one. Le, Le Petit Prince. How about that one? <laughs> oh, uh, Saint Exupéry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been the watching that with my son. Which one? Which movie? Yeah, I th I said the the author is Saint Exupéry. Oh, good. Okay, yes, of course. So my son has been wanting to watch Le, P Le Petit Prince uh, three nights out of like five, and so I'm excited as heck because it's a great story. All right, uh, Andrea. What did you want to be when you grew up, Liddy? Uh, judge or CEO. Oh. Dr. Liddy? Dr. Liddy? I wanted to be a singer and an actress. All right. And <laughs> Liddy, what is a quote you live by? It always seems impossible until it's achieved. Nelson Mandela. Something tells me you like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, for me, if he was my grandfather, you know, I didn't have a grandfather. So my grandfather was Nelson Mandela. That was it. Okay. I get it. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Liddy? Mm -hmm. um, Alexander Hamilton once said that the reason we have created government is because the passions of man cannot be constrained unless there is an equally powerful force. Beautiful. Andrea? I would like to know what your superhuman power would be, Liddy. Erase war. 
on the planet. That's a, that's quite a superpower. That is a very big one. Okay, Dr. Yeah. Liddy? Um, my superpower is to shine the light of hope upon the world. Gosh, and all I want to be is invisible. I mean, I feel like I need to really step it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Liddy? Wait um, a minute. If we, all igno- if we all ignore him, we can pretend that he is invisible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Liddy, that if, might you, work uh, too. if you had a... If you had a radio show or TV show and you could uh, bring anyone back from the past, who would you want to interview? I can't wait to hear this answer. I, the only TV show I watched was Scandal. Yeah, but which, which person would you bring on the show to interview them? Who would you want to interview? Uh, um, Olivia Pope. <laughs> okay. And Dr. Lee? Korea. <laughs> I I would want to interview Albert Einstein. You go, girl. I mean, you seriously need to go. <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> Good job. All right. I like Andrea. it here. I like it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Andrea is going to actually ask the last question, and she's going to close out the show. So I want to just say to both of you, Liddy Liddy, you guys are amazing. And I'm so excited about you guys being part of the Keep Smiling movement, but more importantly, uh, inspiring others with your story because both of you have done things that are actually not just defying the odds of what is possible, but showing that anything is possible. So thank you so much, and thank you for your friendship. Thank you, Ken. And now we're going to pretend that Ken is invisible. And I'll finish off the show. So, Liddy, I'm here at the Women Economic Forum uh, doing some great thing with some powerful women. Um, And like in a short phrase, what do you think that women are capable of doing in the future? Short phrase. The impossible. Wow. Dr. Liddy. Making the impossible possible. Yep. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Liddy, Liddy, the impossible, impossible, let's do the impossible. Okay, Ken was right. This is the charmer of his show. I'm so excited to be with you guys. And um, I did want to share again on the show that um, we were very honored. Um, I was honored. And so um, Ken as well, because this extends to him, I received an award called Iconic Woman Changing the World for All um, from uh, the Women Economic Forum. I was um, um, nominated by Dr. Harbin Aurora, uh, for which I'm very honored, and that is for my work in the Keep Smiling movement. And so uh, we are all a part of that with you two stepping up and doing books as well. You guys are doing a major awesome thing for us in the world, and we really appreciate that you two are both being ambassadors for this you know, movement and how we are changing the world, all of us together, and you two amazing women as well. And with that, we need to thank our sponsors. That is the Umbrella Syndicate, the uh, Red Carpet Connection, Voice America, Hit Check, and uh, the Keep Smiling movement. So thank you all for joining us, and Dr. Liddy and Liddy for being two amazing women. Check out for more information as we'll start posting for replay so that you can, too, both find out who they are and follow along. So thank you so much for being on Amplified, and we'll be with you next week live, uh, I think next week live from Baltimore. (laughs) And goodbye. Bye-bye. Safe travels. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.